It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another episode of the Opix Podcast. And we are back after a week hiatus uh, where... TD and B-Dag left you high and dry and then thank me later myself turn around and left you with nothing and then to bring it back around early in the week TD and B-Dag were not there again B-Dag was on vacation so <laughs> <laughs> crushing it way to really make our loyal customers feel supported but we're back we but are back. back so hopefully you are uh never mind i can't think of anything appropriate to say <laughs> nothing appropriate to say there no but we are back and it is august 12 2021 that we are recording this episode and it's been so long i haven't even looked to see what episode number we're at because we've been slacking summer gets kind of crazy but yeah it's- yeah it's true most podcasts are like seasonal aren't they like or is that, is that, I don't know. I've never listened to a podcast, so I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> but I feel like I've heard like podcasts are like, oh, this is the last podcast for the season. And then they'll take like a couple weeks break or something. Yeah. Once we hit the year mark, thing? once we hit the year mark, I transitioned it to season two. So I was like, man. Hmm. So, yes. Maybe that's all it is. Uh, TD and Yudlugger recorded an episode and released that last night. So, that is out for you guys to check out. I haven't had a chance to listen to that episode to tell you more what it's about because uh, B-Dag was on vacation. And this is episode 88. 88. Getting closer to 100. That's true. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah, we do see um, higher listenership in the colder months. Colder months. Whoa, what was that? Um, no idea but yeah we we do see an increase in the colder months everybody's outside doing fun things with the family and uh enjoying the summer yeah that's fair yeah and before we get too far into it i'll do the disclaimer the views information and opinions expressed on the epics podcast are solely those of myself and thank me later and any guests of the podcast and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of upland me inc we are not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first. And you know you're slacking when one of the co-founders of Upland messages you and asks, <laughs> what, what happened to the podcast last week? <laughs> so Yeah, that's going to make you feel kind of good. It, it right? does. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, oh, you guys, you guys care. It's not just lip service. It's not just like, oh, yeah, we listen. Like, I mean, that kind of tells you that they do, right? Like, yeah. I mean, TM was in the pre-show and didn't even really acknowledge the fact that there wasn't one last week. He just kept talking as if we had met last week, like we normally do. But there wasn't one. I guess technically we did talk last week, so I guess that's why. But there wasn't a podcast last week. Yeah, we we were trying to accomplish it, but uh, I had some things going on here myself that just wouldn't let us be successful. 
<laughs> and yep. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> we do got a lot to talk about. Um, some of the stuff is not going to be upland today because both of us experienced a, the, I think the best NFT drop that we've ever seen before. Um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. One of the things I was looking forward to talking about last week was the release of the two landmarks, Coit Tower and the Ferry Building. Uh, Jones D's got the Ferry Building. So I was very excited to talk about, hey, the landmark models are out and then property developments hitting the East Coast. Um, there was some mapping of some areas in New Jersey, and I have a conspiracy theory about that, and we'll get into that. And I think that will take up a whole hour to entertain you. And everybody did say that they, I, I mean, even on premium chat in the fan server, people were even complaining that we were not there and they were kind of having their cracker meth withdrawals from not having us there <laughs> to listen to. So definitely glad to provide you two episodes this week and you'll have another one following up here going into next week but everybody did miss your alien world takes yes apparently is alien world still a thing i just assume that they they're dead or just ironically run by bots well they're still alive um but now the interesting thing is what's going on because now i'm seeing Alien world type numbers from crypto blades are are they really doing almost four hundred and twenty thousand interactions with their wallet in the last twenty four hours? Um, maybe I feel like crypto blades is big. Yeah, it is. But when Alien Worlds was is putting up numbers that crypto blades was putting up, it was. Bot, spam, multi-account, blah, 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 blah. From me. Yeah, well, the the difficulty for me on Alien, well, I can't speak to CryptoBlades because I didn't, I haven't played CryptoBlades. I've played Alien Worlds, and again, I know the Wax ecosystem a lot more than I knew uh, BSC. And, uh, but, yeah, is that the Binance Smart Coin? Smart Coin? What's BSC stand for? I uh, think that's what it stands for caught me flat-footed there yeah so i mean it definitely could be bots um i don't know what their sign-up program was but like alien world like literally you just got a wax account which again i know how easy it is to make a wax wax account um they're free and you're getting free nfts that then paired with our planet for more free stuff Uh, it just was bot haven or even not even necessarily bots, but uh, multi accounts as well. Um, you didn't even have to necessarily bot to multi account that. Yeah, and Splinterlands is making a comeback in the last twenty four hours. Uplands kind of oh, slacking. Really? Yeah, Axi Infinity. They were uh, they did. No one cares about twenty four hours. Like twenty four hours is a garbage metric. But the interesting thing, look is look at how much the BSC protocol has uh, games on it versus everybody else that's uh, being pretty successful. So seven days, so it's not much greater than the last 24 hours, but. What about 30 day? Give me the 30 day. I only care about 30 day. You only care about 30 day. There you go. 30 day. Show me what you're doing over a month. 
I mean, you're, they're doing pretty good. Alien World. Yeah, I mean, 142,000. I mean, we can compare ourselves to others, which is fine, whatever. Like, but I go for where Upland is and for what what's coming. I think that that's pretty impressive. It is interesting you were mentioning how there's a lot of uh, games on BSC. Yeah, uh, Franklin just said. I was thinking that we're like the only one on EOS. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I was EOS was EOS was supposed to be the big gaming platform, and everybody was gonna it was gonna be huge. But I don't see anything really on it here in the. Uh, let's see, only one in the top ten. Yeah, but the question is, can one killer app re- like define a blockchain? Like, if if Upland hits the moon, like we all hope it does, does that put EOS like back in the spotlight of like, holy shit, guys, we need to be checking out EOS to be building our games. Look at what Upland's doing. Or does it really not matter if people are already like doing their thing on a different chain? Well, it, it could, but it still has to do some improvements because we just did the uh, autograph. IO had a thing with DraftKings, and they did a Tom Brady drop, and that was the smoothest NFT release ever. It was quick. It was fast. There wasn't waiting. There wasn't speculation. I mean, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. I, if we're transitioning to like, it has been a long time since there was an event that I was more excited about after the launch than before. And what I mean is like, I've been really excited about a lot of projects upland definitely being one of them with, you know, multiple different releases and like my excitement is is either like match like uh, the release of New York when all the bubbles opened up that was like super fun I was super excited it, it met my expectations more or less few hiccups um, but then other projects were like super exciting shit this one I was like eh, Tom Brady as some of you of some loyal <laughs> listeners know I'm not exactly what you would call a sports enthusiast so. I go, Tom Brady doesn't mean anything to me. However, my girlfriend informed me that uh, he's married to Giselle Bunchen, who is apparently some hot chick. So good uh, on him. Now, there's no apparently to it that she is. Okay. So Google. married to some, some, some smoker, which is awesome. Um, anyway, so I was like, eh, I'm going to go check it out. And then DraftKings, first of all. DraftKings to me, I've never, I've never been a part of it. Hold on, let's finish See, our numbers and then we'll dive oh, into that really quick. You but started it. I, I did started it. I did get you, you on the tangent. <laughs> but yes, oh. so if you have something like what we're going to talk about here in a couple minutes, then yeah, you can get back on top. But EOS definitely has work to do. But Upland can definitely moon. I mean, I know TM's definitely hoping so since he hit ten thousand properties ownership. Woo-woo. So baller. Big baller, biggest property holder there. Um, so yeah, definitely got to start looking at the BSC protocol and looking at the games that they have there because it seems like everybody's building on that and Thundercore that are really popping on the Thundercore seems more like those uh, 
those games that you just play to pass time, but BSC seems to be putting some very interesting stuff together on their chain. Yeah, with Crypto Blades, with the addition of Crypto Blades, I mean, they already had, yeah, but I think that that's the first time that I've seen. Crypto Blades, like, My DeFi Pet, X World Games, Crypto Zune, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, ETH had Axe Infinity and Hive had Splinterland, so let's let's see if Crypto Blades can be that killer, that killer app. And Mo Box NFT Farmer. I mean, that's not a thing. That's a scam for sure. (laughs) That's a scam for sure. Nice. Mo Box NFT Farmer. (laughs) Mm, No thanks. Yeah. So now, now let's go back to the. Just wanted to close that segment out before we jumped into the other one. So yeah, so DraftKings to you. Oh, yeah. So DraftKings, like, if you're not familiar with it, it's like a gambling, like, casino. Seems kind of sketch, if I'm being honest. Like, I can see a bunch of DGENs on there, like, doing DGEN type shit. So, not a fan, but I was like, okay, cool. Let me let me check this out. So, I'm already like, whatever. This marketplace, first of all, let's set some ground rules now. Every NFT launch, major NFT launch, needs to do the pre-queue system. That is the fairest and easiest way. I'm sure that there's kinks to it, but a 30-minute window before the launch where you can enter a waiting room, when the room opens at the top of the hour, everyone gets a fucking queue number, and you go through. Like, I think Top Shots was the first to do it, yeah. at least that I'm aware of. Yeah, that, that was the um, first one that really did it that had issues with the releases and botting and everything, and this was their way of not having to do CAPTCHA and, you know. Yeah, like, it's it's a much less stressful. I think one of the important things is it's not stressful. You're still excited. It gives, plus there's a social element of, like, everyone, like, hey, you're in the waiting room, like, just chilling. Then the queue pops, and you're, like, sharing numbers, like, oh, and then you could almost make it fun of, like, who got the most screwed because, and then you got the one guy who always gets in, <laughs> T. Davis, and then you're like, that that jerk bag. Uh, um, but he did, fall, he, he, <laughs> had, he had that little stretch, and then it fell off, and then he just, yeah. was, like, he just had that lucky stretch, and then you have, it. Dizzy's time's going to come because he's missed, like, every, like, rare and legendary drop on Top Shot, so it's just randomness and weirdness but it is the best way um there are people saying that there's better ways but nobody's brought what the better way is a lot of people hate the queue but it was run so smooth you know with all the nft drops that we've watched over the past year year and a half that we've been doing this it's like you're like oh ready for this let's see how bad this one's executed let's see the fatal flaws here and there wasn't any the the site wasn't crashing it wasn't lagging and the transactions were so quick you know it it, the it was moving very quick like hey here's how many's left here's how many's left and then all of a sudden it brings you into the room you hit buy and you're done but this one you really had to preload your account because if you didn't preload your account it was too late it's not like Top Shot where it says you have 20 minutes to purchase this pack. This is like, hey, here you are. Buy it, buy it now. Click buy now <laughs> and your payment. Right. 
and your transaction went through that quick. It wasn't like searching, thinking, minting on the blockchain. It was just like, buy now, done. Yeah. And my, so like, there's that aspect of it, which the other thing is multi, multi-platform, right? Web, mobile app, mobile uh, web, like anything you could imagine, you could access it. But my favorite part was the immediacy of the secondary market. This was a clean market. Granted, they only had four variations of NFTs, um, uh, you know, by the end of the day, four or five. Anyway, um, so it was pretty easy. But man, they just had a list. So if you wanted like the the platinum uh, Tom Brady release, it was just a list, low to high. And I tell you what, it was an absolute rush. I'm sitting there seconds after the launch waiting, and those sales come in. And it's like you got somebody posted for like 10000 but then you got somebody who's posting it for like 2x, and you're like, grab that 2x. And there was a couple times like single-digit mints would come up at like floor price. And so there was just hundreds of us sitting there hitting refresh. I hit refresh like 600 times a minute. It was flawless. The transaction, like, it was actually like a speed game. You, like, click, click, and, like, I mean, I got, like, one out of maybe every 30 that I clicked on, but every time it was, like, a quick, seamless transaction, and you knew immediately, so it felt really, like, just smooth. I I was still kind of excited, and tomorrow is going to be another case of it. I got a couple thousand loaded in my DK wallet, and I am really pumped about it, actually. Yeah, and that was that's the other thing, you know, e- even with Top Shot and, and on the Flow blockchain, you buy something and then it sits there it's pending, pending, pending as all the transactions went through. But with this on the secondary market, you knew right away like, nope, you lose, you lose, you lose. Hey, you got it. So, but it it takes you yeah. 30 30 to 90 seconds with uh Top Shot to find out did you actually get your purchase or did somebody snipe you? Yeah, no, this was like half a second plus all the transactions real time because I was buying them for 2x, selling them for 5x. That money was made instant in my account. I felt like the fees were kind of high, but maybe it's just because I'm not. No, those fees were high. (laughs) Yeah? Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like. Because you had. Maybe because I was just looking at dollars versus wax, so it was easier for me to like do the math. So. Autograph IO is going to build out their own site for a lot of their future drops with uh, Tony Hawk, Wayne Gretzky, that uh, Japanese tennis player, uh, Lionsgate and all that. They're going to build out their own drop plays, market site and all that. But they were able to hook up with DraftKings. DraftKings is going to do their own NFTs and have their marketplace also. So it was kind of a cool collaboration there just to get this launched in the preseason. And, uh, so that worked there and I hopefully autograph IO does to say uses whatever DraftKings is using because it's right. not, it, it's not autographs IO's platform. This is DraftKings platform. And that's uh DraftKings is great for daily fantasy sports. If it's legal in your state and then they have a sports book, if that's legal on your state, some States are slacking on getting online, uh, betting approved. Slackers. Oh. Um, that's why there's so many of those damn apps and then you have the casino which is approved in even lesser states but it's and they are a publicly traded company and 
as they continue to expand and legislators continue to approve the online aspect of it and they're continuing to and now they're dipping into the nft market this is not financial advice but you know it's about a 55 60 stock that you should jump in now because you could see it go higher with what they're dabbling in yeah i mean i think they said i mean i think they cut it out on there i think it's like 10 percent to autograph five percent to DraftKings, but honestly worth that five percent autograph please listen to me uh you don't listen to this so it doesn't matter but do not like let your pride like we're going to make our own thing go off Forget all the lessons learned. Try to stand up your own thing and have it fail. Because if DraftKings continues with their marketplace with as smooth as it was, I tell you what, I'm excited about every single launch there because I know that I can make some money and have some fun doing it. Um, So, yes, I'm DraftKings on for sure. Yeah, I have. uh, I was at work when the drop started. So I just kind of looked at my queue number and I'm like, man, I'm out, man, I'm out. And I was disappointed that I didn't have the opportunity to get into that secondary market that quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, sec- I mean, you would probably for like five minutes after the launch, um, like people were still trying to figure out what to price them for. And then it, it got really interesting. I mean, it was, it was, I was kind of like a mini day trader yesterday like watching and like I loved how they did a staggered release of like one an hour with that 30 minute gap. It kept the adrenaline really going because you would essentially have the primary sale. Then you'd have secondary sale for like 15, 20 minutes. You get a 10 minute breather. Then you join the lobby and you got a 30 minute cool down and then you repeat the cycle. And it's just like, Holy crap for five hours. And that's going to be like that again on Friday. Like it felt really good, um, you know, to be participating in. Yeah, that was participating in as many levels as you wanted. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and just the markups now still on the secondary market, and the other thing, the thing that I did not like, I, the one negative I do have to say about everything on this is, it was only it. it it seemed like, because this was just not open to Autograph IO, anybody that had a DraftKings account could jump in on this. And that opened it up because DraftKings sent it out to all their players. You, you have your degenerates that were your daily fantasy sports people, but then you just have the common people that play for fun. And they're like, okay, it's Tom Brady. I'm going to check this out. I'm going to try and get in on this. But people don't understand the importance of the mint it was just weird watching oh. the different mints pop up and you couldn't even sort by mints. It was just high to low cash and everybody right. started undercutting each other. I'm like, no, you're doing it wrong. You know, <laughs> you guys right? are doing this oh absolutely God. wrong. I mean, Hey, I ain't mad. I got um, a couple three digits of the platinum. So the one that had like 5,000, I got some sub 1000s for like 30 bucks wow. like minutes after the sale. Like, because so, somebody bought it for 12 and they're like, cool, I'll, I'll double my money, sell it for 30, and, uh, you know, go on to the next thing. And meanwhile, I like wait literally seven minutes and then sell it for $170. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the hell? Uh, 
yeah and it's super fun yeah it it was the best release and so people talk to DraftKings, people talk to autograph io figure out how that works because it it was great it wasn't like it 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 was a breath of fresh air in the nft space that's a great way to say it yeah because you just walk in also as a completely unrelated note my DraftKings name Autograph NS NFT is my is my DraftKings name. <laughs> nice. So every time I buy something, it's like Autograph NFT has bought your NFT. <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. This the tomorrow one is uh, so the one on Friday is going to be his actual autograph, and they talk about the athletes actually have an iPad and individually sign. Um, each NFT, which is so cool because they talk, you know, there will be slight differences. Um, so I think the secondary market on those, uh, first of all, I'm going to grab anyone that I can at a semi reasonable price, but I think it'll be really interesting because, uh, they were saying some of the, the celebrities that they had and the athletes that they had were like, some would have little notes and things like, holy crap. Like, I don't think people realize, like, one little squiggle could really change the value of an NFT for a certain collector. Like, that's crazy. So I like that Autograph is kind of doing that. Because that, to me, is is truly unique. I haven't seen individual signatures on literally, like, it'll be a set of 280-something unique NFTs with unique signatures. That's pretty cool. And... That was, you know, and I love that they came out, they said, hey, we're Autograph IO, we're partnered with Tom Brady, and the first thing was a Tom Brady drop. They didn't string you along, um, and they still... Right, it wasn't, yeah. And and they even said, hey, you know, we're going to make some of these very affordable so everybody can get into it. I was actually surprised that... You know, everybody can get into it. I was like, oh, $12 is awesome. But there were only $5,000. $12 is so... Yeah, but I mean, like, that was surprising. Like, they could have made those $50, and they would have sold out. I I, I like, would have thought, like, you know, you want to make it available to everyone. You you would push it to fifteen, twenty thousand. 20000 you know, because one is Tom Brady. And you're also releasing on DraftKings. DraftKings was promoting it. Autograph IO was promoting it. You saw stuff across the web on it. So they could have easily pushed those twelve dollar cards out for twenty, twenty five thousand, even fifty thousand, and I think it would have still sold out very quickly. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't get one on the primary market, but damn, I love that it's limited. Because again, keep in mind, this isn't. This is in addition to it being a really cool NFT. And the Genesis Brady NFT, it's also a past to future um, NFTs uh, for Tom Brady. Right. So I I think that gives it an interesting angle of like you don't want twenty thousand because then you'll have twenty thousand premium access to the next one. So that limits. That means you have to kind of increase its scale to meet that. So by having a small group of premium access pass holders then your second release can be 20,000 and your premium members will essentially get access to it almost guaranteed, um, which I think is really like, there's some cool stuff yeah. about that. 
and, and tomorrow you have drops at three, four, five. Okay, on Friday, and a lot of you might listen after these are dropped, but on Friday, August 13th, you're going to have drops at 3 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern. And the last one is there's only 12 of them. It's signed. It's a Ruby signed preseason access collectible, and it's 1500 a pop. I can't even imagine what the secondary market's going to be on that. Oh, 10 grand immediately. Like 10 grand, it would sell. Oh, 15 grand quicker. I'd go 15. You think 15? Oh, yeah. I mean, right now, you're looking at the carbon, which was $12, and it's 100 185 like, So you're, you're already... Yeah, but like uh, 10x, 10x. The the emeralds were, what, 50? They're not 10x. Damn, are all these 10x for real? Oh, yeah. Like, one, it's oh, Tom what's Brady. the ruby... Wait, Ruby was what? A hundred? Right. Well, then Ruby's at 26x? Yes. Jeez, so Pete. And the Sapphire was $75 and it's at 900. So you're close to 15 there. Damn. That's interesting. Now, the interesting part is the Emerald was fifty. Emerald was $50. But yeah. it's only at four hundred. Yeah, I think Emerald's low. Yeah, and uh, Emerald's your best buy right now. Uh, the Tom Brady Platinum is at two hundred and sixty dollars, so you're just over ten x. And yeah, so very interesting. Yeah, for sure. Now you make me just want to. The thing is, so the the problem is the markup or the the fees are so insane. It's fifteen percent, right? Like, so that's what I was like. Damn, I was getting I I was getting scared. I bought some and I I didn't hold because I was like I had like hundreds and hundreds of dollars in, and the prices were getting kind of wonky. So I sold a lot, but like because I was doing the math to figure out, okay. Like if I bought if I bought a card at uh, four hundred dollars, like what's my my uh, you know sell point? It's like at four seventy five, I make like five bucks. Like it's like holy crap! Like you got to sell for like five fifty to really make your money to make good money. So and then you get hired. Whew, fifteen percent. I guess I hadn't thought about it, but it does feel like a lot. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, and. That's going to be interesting because tomorrow it, it, it's not cheap, but tomorrow also you have a drop of 100, 150, 25, and 12. So it's going to be very scarce, and it's going to go yeah. very quick, and you better have your account preloaded. You just can't go in. you got to have it ready to go. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. Yeah, because there's 25. Man. Whew. I mean, you win. That's a lottery ticket. Like these, this is essentially, you can just go in here as long as you have enough money to cover that cost. And then you get a free lottery. Like you don't have to pay to play. You literally just get in line. And if you happen to be able to buy one, congratulations. You just won five to 10 X your money, like guaranteed within minutes. 
I mean, do you even try for the queue, or do you just sit there on the secondary market ready to go, or have well, your phone, I mean, or have your phone, and then have your laptop or desktop ready to go? So you're like, you got the queue ready 100%. to go, and the secondary on the other device. Yep, I had my queue on my phone, and I had a tab with each of the the marketplaces. Like, so because that's the other thing is like right before the next wave some people would try and sell to get money for the next wave. Right. So you could catch it at a quick dip. And, but then it was crazy. Cause like, like some of them were taking hard dips and then Ruby like came out and shot to like the 20 X 20, 40 X. And then all of a sudden all the other ones really started picking up. Cause people were like, Oh shit. Like <laughs> people are dropping some serious money on this. Like, let's go. Yeah, and that's the nice thing of this collection. One, it's Tom Brady. And hate him or love him, it's Tom Brady. And what if you just don't know him? Who the fuck's Tom Brady? Yeah. Oh, Franklin Baum, 33 Damn minutes man. in. Damn, <laughs> Doing so good. People miss that, though. So you give him. I won't make this explicit just for one Franklin Baum, but we'll see how no. the rest of the episode goes. No, we'll uh, try it. We'll keep the explicit off. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, it, it's still, I still believe if you're seeing top shots and crypto, like crypto punks, somebody just said a crypto punk sold for 1.3 million. Oh, dude, that's not like, or, no, no, it, no, no, it was something, it was something stupid. Now I got to bring well, up. Somebody just slam. came in and dropped like, I don't know, hundreds of ETH. Like all of a sudden this whale came out. Brought a bunch of ETH and then just started buying up the entire floor of the crypto funk market, from what I hear. I'm not in that space at all, but I heard it was cuckoo bananas. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I feel like crypto punks is very unique. Wasn't, isn't it like essentially the first NFT? Is that the gist of it, more or less? Sort of. And it's, it's a status in the crypto world. Um, yeah. So Yeah. So I mean, good on them. I mean, it'll never be mainstream, but a bunch of them were bought for uh 300,000. Um Yeah, it was just, just Does our boy Choina still have one? I remember back in the day he was trying to get one. Yeah, let's hear top buyers last 3 days, top sellers thought there was a wait does china still have one yes or no i don't know i remember he was into that for a minute yeah and i was like (laughs) he's like what are you talking about these things are so dumb right like all right china you little round-headed i almost i almost (laughs) wanted to drop another f-bomb there franklin bomb so round-headed franklin bomb you yeah, there was one bought uh, six days ago for uh, one point or four point four million. Yeah, <laughs> thirteen da- thirteen days ago for three point eight million. Eight days ago for two point five million. Thirteen days ago for two million. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying, dude. It was like a crazy like thing. Yeah. And this is Tom Brady. So 
wants to sports people. But he's no the, crypto punk. He, he's no <laughs> crypto punk, but the people that are buying crypto punks are crypto people. Now you still have the Wall Street people, the business owners, the lawyers, the stockbrokers, the hedge fund managers, and once they start getting a hold of this stuff, and then yeah, the but they brain, don't like. That's like saying that those people are going to go buy sneakers or baseball cards. Like, oh, they will. No, they don't. Like, they don't now. Like, that's not an area. Like, that's not solid investments. Like, it's. It's not them. It's going to be all the sports heads. Like, it's going to be the people like our boy Dizzy. Like, it's not I mean, hedge fund owners. Oh, absolutely. Some of them collect. I mean, you have Tom Brady cards going for, signed Tom Brady cards going for a couple million dollars on auction or on purchase. So, I, I mean. No- but there's never been a Tom Brady card that sold for that much. You are full of chips. Uh, I am not full of uh, full Dude. of my uh, block explorer. Show me what is no way. Uh, most expensive Tom Brady card ever sold. Let's see. No way. Let's just move on. What's the next? <laughs> wait, wait, why? Why are we moving but on? My Google crashed. I don't your, know. What your Google doesn't crash. The Google crashed. The Googles are no longer googling. I think. What was the next topic? But, but, but why? Why are we moving on? <laughs> Whatever. Come on. I, I mean, all right, all right, all right. I am mad enough to say. I was wrong AF. <laughs> Diesel Pete. What the heck is wrong with you sports people? <laughs> like, hey, here's a picture of a man in full pads and a helmet. Do you want to pay a couple million dollars for it? Why, yes, I do. Like, what? What? I don't understand. Y'all are crazy. But dang, you are right. This is that's that is really crazy to me. But that's really crazy. But yet, this is Tom Brady, who's a real person, who's done real things with a super hot wife. And we're talking about crypto punks that you know. Five months ago, it sold for seven million dollars. I haven't looked up what uh, ETH was seven or five months ago, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's a really valid point, man. I mean, if these are kind of like his rookie card, I mean, yeah, because there's a- yeah, it's going to be interesting. Because dang, these are you're right; these are really, really valuable. Holy cow! Well, now I wish I wouldn't have sold any of my things yesterday. Yeah, but there's still a chance. I mean, I still think the prices that they're at right now, and there's probably going to be a sell off. And there might be even a sell-off tomorrow, right before you start hitting these higher-tier ones. So you might see a price dip where you can snag these really quick. Maybe. Uh, that's Tomorrow's release is so small, I think it'll have the opposite effect. I think you're going to have tens of thousands of people who are holding a little bit of money to try and grab one of these. And when they don't, because there's not hardly any, I think they're going to go to the secondary market of the lower ones. So I would expect to see 
upwards of 20 to 30 percent rise tomorrow um, from where they are today based on that because again i think people like me so i got you know like i said i had a couple grand in the bank right now in my dk wallet waiting to buy these and if i can't get any of the autograph ones i'm just gonna go buy out the the bottom of one of the other ones yeah and i i really want to really want to get one of the autograph ones and i know i'll be traveling for at least two of the first ones so now that puts me in the more expensive tier yeah but all right we did talk a lot about that but yes everybody out there listening if you want to do an nft drop proper definitely check that out it was good yeah well i mean again like we don't just play upland we have to we have to try out all the other ones to go hey like, cause the thing is like, it's a competitive market. Now we know now, granted, I don't know. I think that there was like a delay on the chain, like, and it's a single custodian wallet. And there's some other things there about why they could do it so quick. But I tell you what, like that sets the bar for me. So Upland looking at you. Yeah. Now quick plug. Um, is right now they did release the first two landmarks in Upland, and I wanted to talk about that last week. Our boy Jones, Jones D, one of the loyal listeners of the podcast, he never joined. He joins us live from time oh, to time. Not, I, that's not the same Jones, is it? It is. That's the same Cowboy Jones. Yeah. Oh damn! Well, now I feel even better. <laughs> He has the, uh, he's building the ferry building as one of the first uh, landmarks. Who owns Coit Tower? I forget. That that was, um, a, that was a pretty big auction, though. That that went for a pretty penny. Oh, yeah, it did. It's, it's an OG. I can't remember off the top of my head. Because they haven't started building that, have they? I'm not really sure. Because I went to back both of them. Obviously, one ferry building um, for a couple of reasons. One, it's, one. it's an it's one, right? And then um, two, it's a really cool building. And three, I have a landmark um, with very close proximity to that one. So for me, I was like, ah, yeah. Yeah, so definitely you got five spark on it. I have five spark on it. There's some people with uh, some good spark on it. So definitely jump in. Help Jones D. He is one of the... Uh, one of the nicest guys you'll meet in Upland, and he is a loyal listener of the podcast. So everybody go help him out. Let's get this landmark built in San Francisco as quick as we can. Yeah, and then Coit Tower, well, I'll be right there for that one. Hold on. Now I'm going to feel bad if we don't say who it was. So give me 10 seconds to right. pull up my game. While you do that, let me see. I'll talk about a milestone that's coming up here in Upland, and it's the $1 million earning milestone in fiat. So currently we have more than $900,000, um, and we're going to cross the million-dollar mark. So they're going to do, probably by the time a lot of you listen to this, this has already started, and you needed to register, so hopefully you did. Um, but you go ahead and register and players will be able to qualify for an opportunity to win spark by purchasing or selling properties for us dollars. So hopefully Wait, you got to register. Yeah. How do I register? Um, you click the link in the, Oh my gosh, this seems like a lot of work. 
you click the link and fill out the form. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Oh, okay. All right, so and oh, it's uh, Fu Man Coup. It's now. I thought it was an OG. It's not an OG. Not an OG. And they finally listened to uh, Sturz's complaints and the podcast complaints about uh, properties, and they are making property to USD updates. And they've added thousands of players to the property to USD program, also known as Fiat Out, and have seen great success with their expansion. And if you want to join the property to USD program, you can sign up by visiting City Hall in San Francisco. So go to San Francisco San City Francisco. Hall and sign up. Uh, new property limits. Players will be able to sell 20 properties at a time. So that's an increase. They doubled it. You could only have 10 listed for Fiat Out. Now they doubled it. So they're expanding. More people are able to sell, and you can sell more properties. And they do have new cooldown periods. This was Sturz' biggest gripe, and Sturz was like, come on. And we did complain about this on the podcast too. Now, when you acquire a property, you have a wait period, and it used to be 30 days. FSA is still six months. They did not address this in the article. But if you're an uplander, it's 30 days and that was a typical before. If you're a pro, it's 14 days, so they cut your time in half. If you're a director, you only have to wait a week. If you're an executive or a chief executive, only three days before you have to flip that you can flip your property for U.S. cash. So I like those changes. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. It, it keeps stirs from complaining like a little girl every week. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I think, I mean, I like it. I like the extra incentive. Um, I think it makes sense to have the higher levels have lower times. I'm happy that there's still some amount of time and it's not just like instant flip, um, which is ironic because that's one of my favorite parts about the other NFT thing. But uh, I think here it's different. It's a, it's a different, uh, again, intention behind buying properties and selling properties. And what I did find interesting is also, they said that they're working with Tilia to develop the necessary features that would allow Upland to expand the maximum transaction threshold be beyond 10000 US dollars, which I find mind-blowing because Tilia was with Second Life, and they've been doing it for so long, you would figure they had the capabilities, or I don't know if there's new technology that they're trying to work out, but on Top Shot, you can list stuff for a million dollars. Hell, over on DraftKings, I saw Tom Brady pieces listed for a hundred million dollars, so it, I, I don't know if they thought of the back end of the taxes, the reporting, or, or, or anything of that nature, but I, I find it kind of Strange that Fiat Out's been out for as long as it has, and the cap's still only $10,000. Yeah, I mean, I am curious about that. Um, but also, like, I mean, we saw with Top Shots, like, they, you could sell for all of that, but then you could only withdraw, like, 1000 at a time, right? Like, yeah, they're up to 10,000 and then they've expanded. Oh, well, see, there you go. So Uh, really 10,000 is the number, which it makes a lot of sense because that's like a, there's a, that's like a threshold in the government. Oh yeah. It flags your bank account and then you get a lot of questions coming in, but there should be, that's something all these companies need to look into for the whales of being able to cut checks 
cut checks. Yeah, what like a, send you a what, check or or wire transfer greater than ten thousand dollars. Well, again, I think it's all about the tax liabilities and like the additional tracking regulation that says, you know, if you're a company that sends over this amount of money, I'm sure that there's additional SOX compliance and like money laundering hoops and things that you have to go through. Or if you stay under that threshold, then they don't bother you. I don't know. I, I'm com- That's complete speculation. Like I genuinely don't know, but that's kind of what it feels like. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. That makes sense. But my shock was just that it was still capped at $10,000. There's been people that have inquired about stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to let that go for even $10,000. I need a little more. Yeah, I I wonder if they would consider doing it like Top Shop. To say you can sell it for as much as you want. But then you can only withdraw ten thousand at a time, right? Which you know I think would be perfectly fair. Absolutely, and I mean as long as they explain it like it's an interim step, like. But they got to work on the wire fees. That's what I didn't like about Top Shot is the wire fees. They take twenty five dollars each time around, and you're like, damn. Oh my god. Boo-hoo, you're withdrawing ten grand. You pay the $25. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But if you have a hundred grand and you do it ten times, that's two hundred and fifty dollars oh. out of your hundred oh grand. Oh my god. Did you just get a hundred grand from a card that you paid twenty dollars <laughs> for and you're gonna complain over two hundred and fifty dollar processing fee? What are yeah. you talking about? I literally sold a card yesterday for fifty for five hundred dollars and paid twice what you're talking about for fees. Like the fees are that's inconsequential. My God. <laughs> You're a maniac. Absolutely. Now, somebody did post that there were new spots in New Jersey mapped out. Who's looking there? Like, how bored are you in this game that you're like, let me just go cruise around New Jersey and see if anybody happened to be painting lines there. Like New Jersey's the armpit of America or one of the armpits of America. Oh, for sure. It's just a very, very gross place. Um, But yeah, now that may be, I was like, why are we there in New Jersey? And it was Rutherford and East East Rutherford. And the interesting thing with East Rutherford is you have the Meadowlands Sports Complex. The Giants and the Jets play there. You have Cleveland. The Browns play there. Chicago. The Bears play there. Santa Clara. The 49ers play there. Upland's been very cryptic. I tried getting uh, some staff on here to the podcast, and it was like, hey, we got something big going on. Um, Really don't want anybody talking about anything right now, but it's big news, and everybody will be excited. There ain't no way. I'm sorry. I love my Upland team. They are my heroes. They do amazing stuff. Go llamas. There's no way that they're pulling down the NFL. Why not? It's just not happening. No Why? way. Yeah, it's going to be 
football because it's going to be soccer. No, because the New York Red Bulls play north of East Rutherford in a different stadium. Doesn't mean shit. They could have just had that mapped out. Okay, out of all the other places you can unlock, you're going to New Jersey. I, man, I don't know. I'm telling you, they pulling down the NFL. NFL has got bigger fish to fry. Don't get me wrong. I would love it because that's guaranteed to the moon. You you lock in some shit with the NFL. We're good. Like, that's it. Game over. High five. Dirk, I'm sorry about every bad thing I've ever said about you. However, it's going to be soccer, which is cool, which is still cool. Like, still a big market, I think. Um, with the expansion overseas, potentially, if you continue that market, like the Soccer X stuff or whoever they go with, like definitely some potential there. But that's b- about what I would expect. Like soccer is about what I expect. Bowling, I would be disappointed. Soccer, about what I expect. Good on you. You get a thumbs up. NFL, high five. High five, bear hug, slap on the butt. That's what you're getting. But if you look at so if you're thinking soccer, I mean you look at who is in um, Major League Soccer here in the United States, and you look at what Uplands really released. I mean in Ohio it's the Columbus Crew. Uh, you got DC, you got Nashville, you got Philly. They do have New York City, but they actually play. I was wrong. It's south of East Rutherford, not north. You got Orlando, you have New England, um, you have RB and what that's Red Bull, New York, which is south. Uh, you got Atlanta, Chicago, Miami, Cincinnati, and Toronto. And then over in the west, you have like Seattle, Los Angeles, Colorado, Minnesota, Portland, uh, uh LA, but you, you just Dallas, proved San Jose, my... Houston. No, 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 no. You just proved my point, actually. Okay, how that seals the deal for me. What? Um, Because, okay, think about this. Think about this. What's the deal that you make with the soccer team? That they get a cut of the sales of all of those cities. It's the franchise model. They essentially franchise those cities out to the soccer leagues. So that's why they haven't released any of those. Because they are going to franchise them out. And they will all be released at once or in some sort of like bigger event. There you go. So they're going to release, they're going to release 27 cities at once. Well, okay. They got Chicago and New York. So they're going to release 25 cities at once. I mean, I know we were talking about two. Didn't one of the people on the earlier in the, uh, the year say something about, wouldn't it be cool one day if 12 or 20 cities all opened at once? I believe one of the employees of Upland said that on an earlier podcast. But why would you map out East Rutherford and East Rutherford? Because you're looking, you still got to expand while you're not doing it. So who cares? Just throw that up. But why there? Because, because I said with the Hyperloop with Chicago and Cleveland, that Pittsburgh would be coming soon. Well, I mean, I can't speak for why Pittsburgh's not coming soon. Maybe they needed a new tier four city. They're trying something new out. And they're just going to put it in the in this armpit area that no one cares about. Telling you football, my friend, and not the football. It's football, dude. Again, 
I will be, for the first time in a long time with Upland, I will be beyond, like, my expe- expectations will have been exceeded um, from what I, my expectations were. So I would love it. I can't. I mean, that would be, that is next level. Like, there is nothing that competes, honestly, in my mind, the NFL in America. To me, NFL is the biggest deal. Like, the Super Bowl is greater than the World Series. That's just a fact. Yes. The Super Bowl is bigger than, I don't even know. What's the NBA, the, what do they play? The NBA Finals. That's not even, they didn't even give it a cool name. Now no. wonder that no one watches that crap. At least with, like, the college kids, the March Madness. That sounds fun. Also sounds like the team got bitten by rabid raccoons, but whatever. We'll go with it. But I don't know. NFL? You pull down the NFL. Not some like like the double A, triple A version of NFL. Like no NFL X, you know, football X, whatever. Like true NFL. That's it. Game over. We win. Like, I mean, I don't know what you go from that, but that's a, a massive injection of marketing and value immediately. Yeah. I mean, if you look worldwide. Oh, soccer destroys football worldwide. Like, soccer is a much well, more the, global. Yeah, the FIFA World Cup is number one overall worldwide. And then the Olympic Games, which only happens every other year with your winter and your summer. Um, and then the 24-hour Le Mans in France, which is a great race to watch. And then the next thing is the Super Bowl. Yeah. And if you look at the places that are already released... You know, we, we were always speculating baseball, and you have Franklin buying up everything around any major stadium out there. Um, but, yeah, it, it makes sense. The 49ers, the Bears, the Browns, the Giants, and the Jets. NFL, done. I'll believe it when I see it. And soccer is international, but they just haven't released the right cities. You know, if they would have released. Uh... Yeah, but I think I think that actually goes to my point now that I think about it. Because if they're doing a deal with them, they're not going to release their cities because they're going to franchise it out to them. And then those are going to be soccer cities. And they're going to be run and owned by, you know, the soccer association or like branded with the soccer. Some way, like, I, I honestly think that the fact that they're, actively not releasing soccer cities makes me now feel like that's more likely the answer as weird as that sounds but but the but the santa clara release and now the mapping of east East rutherford new jersey that that drives me the other way cool man i hope honestly i genuinely hope that you're right like either one I mean, from from an American standpoint, that's great. But from an international standpoint, doing what you said with releasing those cities like that, I, either way, it's great for Upland, and either way, it's great for all us early beta people and everybody that's been playing Upland. So we can be 
we can debate this to the announcements made, but yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's going to be exciting either way it goes. But you know, at first we were kind of dancing. Hold on, around. No, no. hold on. Let's let's also temper expectations because both of those are a hundred percent speculation. Absolutely. They could come out and be like, "Oh yeah, we have this badminton team. Woo! We're partnering with Badminton USA. Woo!" Like, like at which point I'm like, I'm going to jump off of a Franklin bomb bridge. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 my heart won't be out of take. I'll be like, so I'm really hoping that it needs to be a major label. Right. It needs to be a major. I honestly, I, uh, I think Franklin was saying F one in the, uh, I would love it to be something related to racing NASCAR F one, something like that. Um, I think that that, also goes in really well with the car theme. I think that has a lot more potential for gameplay elements if it is a racing related. Um, I think that would be super, super, super cool. However, if it's bicycle racing, no. Like, ooh, everyone gets an, uh, you know, upland strong armband. No, bad. Not doing it. <laughs> So, would you rather have a professional cornhole team or laser tag team that a plan well, to deal with? Die, die in a fire. <laughs> That's exactly like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And honestly, cornholing because then at least I could be like, "Yep, yeah, that's that's about right." You're cornholing me, upland. You're cornhole. That's about right. <laughs> Nice. Um, the other thing we do have a few more spots left in the Upland Fantasy Football League. So if you want in, uh, am I in it? You are in it, and you did accept, so you're good. Did I? Yeah. How? I don't remember. You click the link. You're good. Oh, nice. Cool. <laughs> are you sure somebody didn't just click the link pretending to be me? That I can't tell you. Oh, it could okay. be those Chinese or Russian hackers, so I'll never know. But if you haven't, let me know. And Franklin, you said you were interested, and then you never sent me an email in Discord. Franklin, don't you I, love I, us? I did not forget about you. Uh-huh. You see, you tried to call me out, but I called you out before you called me out. Got him. Got him. So in Discord, Franklin, send me your email address. I'll get you in. And then with Franklin in, we have three more spots left. And it's always a fun time. So and we, oh, got some, yeah. we got some new players this year. And we always love Smack Talk. And then the weekly updates with TML, having no clue what's going on, is always classic. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to another season. of. But see, now with COVID, it's not as funny because they might be dying. Last year, really do that. Last year we had COVID, and you thought they were oh. dying anyway. Oh, and they died. That's why they were dying. Nobody died in the NFL last year. Is that a fact? It is. Oh, well, that's that's not very fun. I feel like they should make it harder so they they die. D equals doubtful. Oh, I doubt that they're alive. <laughs> well, however <laughs> you want to interpret that. Oh. <laughs> And then I do know that's old news, though, with the East Coast property development. But Chicago and Cleveland are included. So it expanded faster than I thought it was going to expand. How about you? 
Oh, yeah, that's a lot faster than I thought it was going to expand for sure, which is, is fine, honestly. Um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I don't think it makes that much difference yet. I think th- there's going to be other features to the game that are really going to probably have more of an impact. And Block Explorer shops in the fall, and uh, Upland said they are definitely updating the roadmap because a lot has changed since they rolled it out at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I would imagine they'll have to do that after their partner announcement. So we'll just wait for that. We're waiting patiently, as as patiently as we can. Just hope Tom Brady doesn't take all our money. Oh, Tom Brady's not taking your money. You need to get it now so you make more money. That's true. Although I, I'm, oh, so I, ah, we're, I know we're running late. It's interesting. Uh, I've been recently getting into um, buying or selling uh, UpEx on the secondary market. Super cool. There's a bunch of, there's a couple of groups that are doing it um, and some private sellers that I've been working with. And, uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing. I don't ever think that UPEX will be traded on a market. I don't think it should be. And unfortunately, there's no real easy way to trade. I was just curious, have you sold any UPEX directly? And what are your thoughts on it? I have not sold any UPEX directly, but definitely that's great. You know, you can get something through PayPal, through crypto or whatever. And then you sell it. And that's the interesting part at that point in time is, are you valuing whatever you're selling for your burner property? Are you super inflating your property or are you getting something close to what you were selling cash wise? Oh, well, no, it was just a burner. Like, cause they just like want the cash. So you sell a hundred thousand UPEX for 90 bucks but yet you take a three grand or a 3000 UPEX property and sell it for 90 K. Yes. Well, I mean, the, those aren't the exact numbers, but yeah, I was just making numbers up there, but yeah, well, it's curious. Cause like I was thinking about it and I'll be honest, like the, there's like, you could sell all day at 50%. Um, like that's probably like, don't ever sell for lower than 50% because there's people that will buy any amount that you're selling at 50%. Um, the highest that I've seen. And like, honestly, I won't probably personally go lower than like 75%. Um, but I also like, the, it's an interesting thing because it's like an etiquette thing. So let's say you sell a million UPEX, right, for 750 bucks. Now you're buying the burner property. Now, do you offer a million and which means that they will only get 950 or do you offer whatever you know the uh, a million and 50 whatever it comes out to be it's not exactly that so that way they actually get the million up x uh but then you end up paying like 1.1 million because you're essentially absorbing uh the the entire 10 percent, or do you split it like this there's a lot of little things um, that kind of go into it. And it's curious now with the change in the property holdings, if that'll, you know, increase the value of OPEX to say, well, hey, I could just go buy a property and sell it for OPEX in theory and make most of that. But yeah. That's very interesting. But, and now, are there middlemen to it or are you just 
straight up exchanging and and how does that work you're like okay i want to sell my one million upex so give me 750 dollars first or it's like hey buy my property for 1.1 million upex how's that working out since it sounds like you've done some of these transactions yeah no it's a fair question um and this is a really good point i mean this is a you know do it your own risk situation there are definitely some good middlemen out there um, shout out uh, to Octavius. Dude, that um, I dude know he is a beast. He is a beast, and the people that he's got working yeah. with him is solid. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I would a thousand percent vouch for Octavius and anything that he's doing. Me too. Because, he, yeah, like he's been legit. He's hooked me up with buyers. He's really good. Very discreet. It's it's all good. Um, so, if you aren't a known entity, like, I mean. I have a, a benefit and a draw is like I'm a known entity. So like, I feel like I'm less likely to be like somebody isn't going to slight me because if I go in and put their name on blast, like everyone's going to kind of take notice. Like if you screw over one of the OGs, like you're done. Like, so I go, I don't care if you're willing to destroy your name forever for a million upex then I don't really care. Like, it's not, you're not hurting my feelings. But the, a lot of the people, like, they'll do, like, half up front and then get the up X and then do the second half. Honestly, I just go, dude, just give me the burner. Here's my PayPal. Like, we're not we're not talking about millions of dollars. Like, if, if you're going to screw me on this deal, like, then that's fine. It's, it's, worth, it's worth a million up X for me to learn that you're not trustworthy. And, like fine. Like, good luck to you. Uh, and so far, I honestly, I haven't, I haven't, um, gotten screwed as it were. Everyone's been very good. Um, I just be careful, use an intermediary. Um, if, if you're not familiar with the people or you're not a known entity yourself. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I think it's interesting because you can then take like, okay, so let's say you make a million up X a month. You're like, okay, that's essentially $750 cash. Like, if you just every month convert that and then sell it, like, I know, I make $750 a month playing this game. Like, guaranteed easy cash. Like, okay, that's pretty cool. Absolutely. I can live with that. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's an interesting thing. Um, that's becoming more and more prevalent. I'm shocked at myself for selling Upex. I just, like, I missed out on Santa Monica, Santa Monica, San Jose, Santa Clara, Santa Clara, one of those. Santa Clara. Santa Clara. And so, like, I got all this Upex, and I was just like, meh. I liquidated some of that. It was in my PayPal. Within seconds, that was on my DK. I was buying that Brady. Went from Upex to PayPal to DK to Brady. Like, love it. Money. Money. <laughs> so, so yeah. a lot of big things coming in Upland, a lot of big things coming in the NFT market. And, yeah, we still, we've been talking for months now about doing another project. Got to sit down with uh, my beautiful wife that supports me and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and figure out how to carve out another hour or two. We won't do that one. We'll just, we'll, we'll just roll with it. <laughs> right, and and it's not, it. and it's not really my wife. It's the 
ramifications of the things me and my wife like to do that get in the way. <laughs> the four kids. No. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's fair. It's, it's hard. I mean, I hope that, you know, our listeners do appreciate, uh, you know, we're, we're real people. I mean, I don't have nearly as many kids as uh, too stupid. And by that, I mean, I have none because yeah, smart about that. But anyway, like it is, you know, time uh, and especially for him because, you know, he gets it all prepped as much as we joke. Like there goes, there's a lot of work. There's a reason like I have missed shows and the show has gone on. He wasn't available last week. There wasn't a show because <laughs> he does all of the work. Um, and so, you know, make sure you guys thank him for that. Cause it's the only reason this is happening. If he went away, like that would be the end of Upex podcast. <laughs> like, sorry guys. And, that and was I too try, stupid. And I try my best. I mean, I missed besides last week, I missed twice and that was all work related. I've gone, on vacation, other places, my in-laws, friends' houses, and I've recorded in multiple places each and every week just for you guys because I, it, you guys enjoy listening to it. We enjoy recording and talking about Upland, and you should hear the hours and hours that we talk about Upland that you guys don't get to hear. So, Yeah, join us live. My God. Yeah, it's like we fell off, but that's okay. Um, until next week, everybody... <laughs> Do follow us on Twitter at Upex Podcast. TD and BDAG will be with you early next week for another wonderful episode. You got anything else for our listeners? Oh, for those who have made it this far on our return episode, uh, what are we going to do? We'll do a drawing. I'll do a drawing for 100,000 Upex. Anybody who direct messages too stupid, you're the man. Thanks for Upex podcast. Anybody who tweets him will be entered or just DMs him, tweets him, whatever. Get that message to too stupid. You'll be entered to win. I'll give a hundred thousand Upex away next week. Nice. Yeah, so why not? I, I guess now you can, you always guilt me into these things. I feel bad. So uh No, no, no. <laughs> no. This is I'm doing this for you. You chill. Just accept the accept the praise. You can get the next one. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Until then, everybody be safe. And any stupid questions, please DM TML in his Discord. We will talk to you next week. Have a great week. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Offix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuck.